Welcome to Beaver's Den General Media. This podcast is called Life Talk. What we talk about in Life Talk is socioeconomics. But, you listen, you don't have to understand statistics. You don't have to understand the stock market. You don't have to understand how things work entirely logistically. You just have to have a good observation to understand socioeconomics in a layman's perspective. And that, right now, is probably the most important thing that can be discovered. And it could be inspiring enough to kind of bring about some sort of common sense. Because we are lacking that. And it's not people you you know lacking it it's everybody's lacking it it's not just one one person at a time or some dummy or whatever we're all dummies we're all lacking the understanding of social economics now what i'm trying to um, convey in, in this podcast is an observational piece that can take look and see how things fit together in a way and how things are separate but at the same time they everything kind of works together everything is one big system it's not some government it's not some authority it's every everywhere um small business everybody who makes a decision within that business is a part of the socioeconomic platform now what does this mean to you what does it mean to me what does it mean to everybody as a whole now everybody understands a little bit of economics Um, and some people don't and that's fine that's fine but what we have to really think about is how your life affects others and granted uh, we're used to the competitive nature of capitalism and that also is fine in a traditional sense now as resources are kind of lowering lowering out a little bit and opportunities in some areas are higher and some areas are lower and some areas are really risky and there's a lot going on um, concerning COVID that's still a thing the Delta variant and all that but I don't want to get into that exactly right now Um, so to put the picture out there we have to look at three main things your job how your job affects your home and how your job affects the economy now a lot of people say well I just work here um, because this is the only place that was hiring or you know whatever or you don't you don't like your job you just do it because it was what is available 
and understood. All that's understood. But what we don't see is say you are in a job you don't like it and you are on your way home and you got to pick up dinner well your attitude from what you carry from work goes to the place you pick up dinner and this transaction is one of the most key elements of socioeconomics and how we deal with each other. It is this key moment where it's a make or break people loving experience or people hating experience. You go out to say you wanna go pick up something quick and you expect it to be quick and you go into McDonald's or Burger King or Wendy's or wherever and you order something that might be specific, too specific perhaps, uh, like no, no lettuce or no, no tomato, nothing to do with allergies, just being picky about the food that you eat from a fast food facility. Now, granted, these people are supposed to be fast. And when you change the way the menu looks on through the call box, they have to address that. And they don't always pick that up because most people aren't that picky. But there are people who are. So... When you get what you don't want handed to you, in that mindset where you say, well, I said I didn't want this, and you believe that it justifies bad behavior or a complaint to the manager or assistant manager or whatever, and you're defeating your own purpose of picking up something quick and you're putting a bad mood between you and the person who served you the food and also the person who cooked it so there's this bad energy right there now you're putting this on to someone else So your job that you don't like is carried over to another experience with other people who have to experience your dislike for your job. Now, had you have loved your job and you go into this facility, would you have had that same negativity? Probably not. More than likely not, because it's not amplified by your despise for your work. When you leave from your job and you go to anywhere, you are in the mindset 
coming coming home from work with that mindset of whatever you feel about the day and you are reflecting and you're not changing the mindset getting home not usually now some people do some people are able to compartmentalize this ability to go from work and home and play and all this stuff and be able to have a healthy, balanced life, exercise and all this stuff. Now, what is important to a lot of us is that we want things now. We want things super fast. When we go on a website, we don't want to be on that website for more than three seconds without it loading. If it takes longer than three seconds to load, you bounce. And I know this because I have the analytics to, to see that activity on my own website from people visiting. And I'm aware of the behavior of people viewing my content on my website. Now, what people don't understand is that wherever they are, wherever they go, people see their content. And it doesn't have to be on a website, it could be just be their behavior in general how they handle these transactions between each other. And because there's so many bad transactions, that leaves little room for desire to go out and be around other people. A lot of people have become antisocial, introverted, um, afraid of being out in public um, due to the coronavirus and uh, the the new variants. And I want to talk about that in a few minutes. One thing that I see that that, uh, a lot of people don't is that say we have this global warming thing whether you believe in it or not it's a thing I don't I'm not going to argue with anybody about it it's a thing and it's setting our future generations up for failure if we don't do something about it okay now people have been self-quarantining or isolating more appropriately uh, for the word is, you know. And a lot of the traffic has kind of dialed down quite a bit. Uh, Car traffic is still kind of high, but that is also a variation of uh, policy changes since before 
this new deviant or whatever <laughs> whatever the heck his name is oh this COVID this new whatever it's, it's making people scared again and I want to I want to touch on that fear in a, in a minute as we see these these uh these new variations or variants of uh, COVID, we see that the people who are getting the vaccine um, have been getting sick. And some of those people who have been getting sick from the variant after being vaccinated have died. And that's raised a lot of concern uh, in the in the science community, even with people who are skeptic uh, about the the efficacy of the vaccine itself, um, due to its uh, short nature, uh, short time span on the market, with limited peer review. Um, yes, yeah, some of it's been reviewed before but I'm not a I'm not a scholar in this area so I'm just going based off of my understanding now if I'm wrong I will recant my statement later but as far as I understand now um, COVID has been studied for a while uh, there's different coronaviruses that's out there. From my understanding, most of them are not communicable to the human genome. I don't know. But um, that's my understanding. But um, what I'm trying to... <laughs> what I'm trying to say is... Um, so many people have been... Uh, wondering if if this study on the vaccine like its foundation uh, the foundation is what's been studied for years uh, I'm not entirely sure what the scope is that has been studied uh, but as far as we know of the COVID um, vaccine for the majority, it hasn't really been one of those things where uh, it's comforting. It's not. It's not comfortable to the a lot of the people on the right wing side, and I say that with a little disdain. Um, and I'll get into that almost in just like two minutes. Without this trust in this vaccine, it's not going to really take hold. These new deviants, uh, uh, vari- variants, um, the Delta has really kind of rocked a lot of people. And there's, there's another one out that's just as bad, but not quite as known. Um... 
my take is what we have and what's been studied has not been kind of communicated properly through various channels of bipartisanship or nonpartisanship. Um, there's a lot of study on the left side but there's a lot of anti-study on the right side. I say that with that disdain, all right? So this is going to have a little bias. I'm not typically biased because I typically try to stay moderate even through these kind of disputes. Um, Now, Dr. Fauci, he said his thing, um, and he's been updating us with whatever he believes and we have to trust his word because he's actually been studying virology for a long time and that's his career I'm not a virologist I don't know nothing about viruses really except that when I get it I get it I get sick it sucks Um, never had COVID yet Uh, hopefully hopefully you know touch wood I don't I don't I don't get it I hope you don't, but some people on the right side are saying it's it's government control. For what purpose would that actually be beneficial to be government control from the right wing to say that? Because they are trying to control who doesn't get the vaccine. They're trying to control their camp and keep them from doing a free will. It's really what it is. It's free will. It's like they're getting inside their head. They're trying to say what I just said, but in a more uglier tone that these people can't be trusted, blah, blah, blah. And the, the right wing panel, they come up with some uh, some really hokey doctors that weren't or aren't um, professionals in that field. When Trump had those doctors come up with a panel, like none of them had studied really the virology of the matter. And they kind of died away. Like once they were outed, like they were gone. And you have Marjorie Taylor Greene coming in saying what she wants to say. And she has no intellect at all. And what weight do these people have on the matter? And how people react to them as wild cards and saving graces. But they're not. They're just bitter, angry people who doesn't have a rational thought in their mind. There's no reason, there's no logic at all whatsoever when it comes to the right wing saying these things about Dr. Fauci or, um, you know, when they try to discredit these people, like it has no merit at all whatsoever except for the fact that the facts say everything 
people have died from getting the vaccine and then getting that that variant Delta and people have died from the vaccine people are having side effects from the vaccine and the risk reward factor is kind of out of balance according to some people on the right now a lot of this has been fact checked and a lot of it hasn't and we're still going through bad information misinformation disinformation from both sides like there's too many people on both sides preaching holier than thou um, about their camp and what you know what they're doing they're like oh you, you go get your vaccine go get your vaccine if you don't get your vaccine you're the reason why people are dying that's not true um, you could be social distancing you could be doing all the right things but you might not trust the vaccine honestly okay I had the J&J vaccine I have the Johnson & Johnson the Johansson Johansson Janssen however you say it vaccine I had that one and I got mine from the VA and it was pretty quick process they gave me a little card little signature but honestly that card could be counterfeit so how do they know that that's selling not even like certificate so one there's so there's there there's so many people that say could say oh yeah i got the vaccine and not actually get the vaccine or you know and there there's no validation to that there's no There's just, there's just no way to, to actually sh- be of sh- certainty that that's a possible that, that that happened. It's just oh, and the people who wear the mask, who take it off, so I can't breathe. I have to take it off every once in a while because you know they get you know uh, claustrophobic. I get that. I understand that. I've been there. I've done that, especially at Walmart because they just. The way they have air, poor air circulation in that store is weird. But when you go through a Walmart store and you got the mask up, it's real easy to get that um, dysphoria, you know, that uh, disarray, um, confusion, and panic. And I don't like public, large public places that are open too much. So that's maybe it's a personal thing, but I know a lot of people like that. And when they're out and about, like they want to keep that mask minimum, and and that's pretty much how they rock it. So, but if you go out and you see people with masks on, you see them everywhere. It doesn't really matter where you go. People are wearing the mask now. That's good. Um, the vaccine doesn't really matter much, and I, and I, I say that uh, with contempt. Um, because I got the vaccine and I feel like it was pointless and I subjected myself to something that has not been really been studied uh, too much by the you know the Johnson Johnson you know team and there's this this conspiracy hoopla 
about oh yeah put a, put a magnet to your arm wherever you got the vaccine and it should, like if it magnetizes then you've been chipped with nanoparticles or something like that which is a load of BS <laughs> apparently people don't know how the body works uh, with nanoparticles anywho so um between that and uh, all these different right-wing conspiracies, you know, it's just a bunch of crap. It's making a huge distrust in the system. And this is where the socioeconomic boundaries are becoming tongue-in-cheek. And it's not pleasant, though. It's like... Um, it's like banter with a wired up baseball bat you know to, uh, like some Negan stuff if you follow The Walking Dead at all um, there's a whole bunch of people who are pro-apocalypse pro uh, end of the world uh, I've got my guns I've got my ammo I'm ready to rock and roll let's, let's do this end of the world thing let's, let's go ahead and start that let's go ahead and start a dystopian society right now and unload all of our ammo on anybody who comes and tries to take whatever stuff that I have stocked up that mentality is toxic and it's toxic as fuck but legitimately, it is a huge mentality. The, the doomsday preppers is such a huge, such a huge thing. It's like they don't want to try to heal the world when there's possibility that we can. And they just give up on that. They don't believe in, you know, so, you know uh, climate change. They don't want to alter their lives at all to better the world for future generations. Their children and their children's children. They don't want to do anything to actually do for the posterity that's written in the preamble of the Constitution. Like they, 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 they will tout their, their uh, it's like, Oh, this isn't constitutional, blah, blah, blah. And yet they only really recognize the Second Amendment. They don't want to recognize the Fourth, Fifth, or Sixth because, you know, if you're outside and you're a criminal and you get shot, you shouldn't have been acting up. Forget about having a fair trial. The police officer is the judge, according to them. That's not, that should not be. You should, if the Second Amendment is this. As if the Second Amendment is important, so is the Fourth, Fifth, and Sixth. And I really, 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 really want to step on that and kind of like make that sign pop up right in your face. Uphold the whole Constitution, starting with the preamble, because the preamble comes before the Second Amendment or the First. Follow the flow and understand that your Bill of Rights. It's my Bill of Rights, is my neighbor's Bill of Rights, and everything, all this, that, blah, blah, blah. And then, we're going to add another, la- another layer of the socioeconomics with religion, Christianity. I'm a Christian. I don't thump it. I don't 
say, you know, your way is wrong or you're a sinner. I'm a sinner. I know I am. And I'm trying not to judge any, anybody. But it must be said that when we are taking our livelihoods and we're forcing it on other people, um, we're not really... We're not really, you know, following God's will. Because God gave us free will. And not all of us have the same goals. Like I said, everything that God gives us, it's all it's all a blessing. But it's not all the same. It's not going to be the same for me as it is for you. If that was the case, our vision would be perfectly identical our taste buds would be perfectly identical. The way we think, the way we process information would be identical. Uh, the way we feel, the way our emotions. I know a lot of people in the right are like, fuck your feelings type, but really uh, pay attention to that because you, hit, those are your own feelings as well. Um, whether you want to understand your emotions or drink them away or however you cope whatever everybody has feelings so I'm not saying you know be mindful of people's feelings I don't really care about that either but what I what I am saying is um, how you affect them also comes back to you and so in a way of karma and but it's not it's not karma it's social energy. It's social transactional energy. So if there's a lot of mindset of people that are far right or far left, and they're coming into the situation where they have this ideology that they should, you know, society should be this way or this way or this way or this way, you know, that's not freedom of choice. That's not, that's not how we were designed um, we perceive the world completely different than each other. And some of us have raw talents that are completely different than others. And that needs to be respected. Just because you sit at a computer working at a job that pays really good money, that doesn't make you better than someone who has to stand on their feet flipping burgers for less wage than you. That's not... No. If they don't like it, they can go out and get a better job? No, that's not always the case either. Sometimes people can only get those kind of jobs based off of decisions that they made. And you go say, well, they shouldn't have made those decisions. Well, okay. But you should not be penalized for your consequences for your whole life. Unless they were serious. Like serious, serious. And you shouldn't judge people by others, especially, okay, if you're on the right-wing side and you're judging people, you're doing yourself a huge disservice by being Christian or claiming Christianity to begin with because you're not supposed to be judging anybody. Think about that. And the, the, the fact of the matter is that even though this sounds like it's preaching to the right wing and kind of talking down to the right wing, I'm actually on the right wing side, um, in a lot of in a lot of respects. 
in a lot of respects. I do believe that we should be watching out for the the budget. Like we shouldn't be just giving out money. We shouldn't just be giving out uh, chunks of change. And we really shouldn't be trying to to move to a complete socialist society. Like our social programs, as they are, are okay, but they need to be they need to be reworked. And all of government needs to be kind of upgraded and overseen uh, with better, I mean, not overseen, but our government needs an overhaul and it needs to be modernized. The Constitution needs to keep, stay the same, but the, the, the bureaucracy needs to be more organized. The statute... The statutes at large needs to be organized. Like we need a huge overhaul of all the statutes that's ever been written nationwide and completely like throw away like half of it, if not more than half, because there are so many laws written in the statutes at large that we can't count them, let alone know the titles of them. And that is sickening to know that there are so many laws that you don't even know. There's so many laws that lawyers don't even know. There's so many laws that judges don't even know. They just have that as a reference. It's like you can't you can't like fully know all these laws. Like but why are these laws still applicable? And then there's some laws that are quite like a fist in the face to the public public eye, such as Yes, it's now legal to have gay weddings. But in some states, sodomy is still illegal. And that's just a thing. And people are saying that law is just don't worry about it. They don't, they don't enforce that law. Blah, 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 blah. But it's still a law. It needs to go away. If gay people can get married, that obviously needs to go away, right? So there's a lot of these laws that need to be revamped. But how we act as a whole state by state municipal by municipal uh, city by city we have a responsibility whether you're Republican Democrat, moderate independent libertarian socialist complete hard right Nazi whatever uh, I can't even believe that we actually have that in the U.S., but we do. It doesn't matter what your affiliations are. The fact of the matter is how we deal with each other is paramount. And I say that lightly because the social construct of our society... Uh, it's given us two things in this modern world our currency is now plastic for the majority of it if you can't see it you can see that this COVID has this chain shortage and then like a lot of places are not accepting cash it's a test test to see how well society can sustain with plastic cryptocurrency cryptocurrency 
right? It's up and down. Your bank currency. Banks are probably going to get in on this cryptocurrency too, but I just want to like, like kind of um, speculate on something about this cryptocurrency being like the savior currency worldwide with no fiat uh, lenience or uh, lean on the whole situation. And uh, Russell Brand uh, pointed out that uh, even cryptocurrency can still, you know, go into powerful hands where they manipulate the whole thing one way or another or banks or anybody or any group that's powerful has enough money involved into this this crypto it's it's possible that it can also end up corrupted just the same um however with our, our current system it's going touchless it's going contactless it's going inhuman impersonable and robotic autonomous like our jobs are becoming robotic and we are being left behind alright what is evident as we've seen at the beginning of COVID we saw three guys talk about different things. Uh, was, was the three guys was uh, Jeff Bezos, um, Mark Zuckerberg, and um, that other guy, Elon Musk. All right, we saw these guys talking about huge things at the beginning of COVID. Um, we we're seeing like what they can do, what they're doing, all this and that. Then we see that the CEOs of other major companies are stepping down with severance pay, huge chunks of severance pay, right after getting a huge tax deduction from Trump. So that leaves the burden of tax left on the shoulders of the middle class specifically the lower middle class because that is where the majority of them sit somewhere around the ballpark of 50,000 40 45,000 to 75,000 85,000 somewhere in there that's the majority and the sad part is tax the taxes kind of fall heaviest on that group and what really sits um, in this observation is when you when you pit these people against each other um, you get different reactions um, uh, you get uh, eat the rich or the poor they're on welfare it's their fault blah 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 N- neither one of those is true but the I mean the eat the rich thing you know that's hit or miss when you when we have the, these rich people um, you know being greedy and stuff and here we are struggling to kind of make things happen and you got these three guys 
three somewhat similar guys. So it says you got Elon Musk, you have Jeff Bezos, and you have Richard Branson all taken on the shuttle or spaceship rocket out to the space for a couple days, come back down, whatever. These guys just throwing their money around like it's nothing while the world suffers. But at the same time, you have this Starlink or Neuralink or all these different things that Elon Musk is talking about. And he's talking about like uh, his sat- train of satellites that are in the sky. I think he can live on those things. And like, what if like these guys are making a space society out there? Like Trump was saying, oh, we need a space force. Why do we need a space force? To protect the uber-rich that are going to be living out in space with zero gravity, you know? Um, that's a p- potential possibility. Um, and China is already on it. Uh, Trump is already on it. We already have like packets or ideas of Space Force that have already been implicated but haven't really been followed through since the Biden administration and where we stand on that is still kind of classified and misunderstood um, I want to dive more into this later as um, as we get uh, a little bit more understanding with the, the variant of uh, Delta and that other one. Um, I want to. I want to. I want to take a minute to actually appreciate the right wing um, for um, their hesitancy on this vaccine. I appreciate that because the the skepticism is needed we shouldn't be all gung-ho about it like I said I got the vaccine but it it shouldn't be something mandated it should be done at will and it shouldn't be punished and it shouldn't be shamed at all because there are side effects there are negative attributes to getting this vaccine and I just hope that you are aware of the, the risks and rewards and not do anything hasty. However, it is your choice. Like I said, I got the vaccine. Uh, I, I haven't grown an extra thumb, so that's, that's a plus. Um, but... I have been in the hospital since I've had the vaccine. Um, and I don't really want to talk about that because it was kind of scary. Um, my blood pressure or my BPM went up to really high. It was like 150 uh, while I was there. Um, but I'm okay. And... Um, I, I hope you are okay as well. I hope that everybody's okay, and I hope that everybody kind of like gets an idea in their head from this this podcast that 
the socioeconomics has to do with every aspect of our lives and how our lives as vast dif- vastly different as they are from each other how our lives affect each other and we should be conscious about that and respect that and know our boundaries I think we need that more, more than anything I think that being um, socially diverse and independent is what really will unify us in the end anyway thank you for your time um, that's it for me I hope you have a wonderful weekend and next week I hope it's good for you and take care <laughs>